Hey everybody, it's your favorite reconstructionist, Eric Brown and Phil Relly, and welcome to episode number 33 of the one and only show bringing you tips and tricks for working vehicle collision cases from the best experts in the industry every Wednesday. Today's topic is the devil's advocate. So hold on tight. Here we go. Every year, traffic crashes claim the lives of over a million people and account for over $500 billion of injuries around the world. A small select group of people from police to attorneys to expert investigators are tasked with getting justice for the victims, protecting the rights of involved parties, and ensuring the story is told accurately and honestly. Unfortunately, we believe that is an impossible task without the right team of experts. If you agree, then keep on listening for actionable tips from leading experts across various industries that you can start taking today to elevate your professional game. If you disagree, then tune in anyway and let us convince you with our ideas. We are Eric Brown and Phil Rally, and this is Crash Tech, the expert angle. Welcome back to the show, guys. Crash Tech, the expert angle podcast is brought to you by Crash Tech Reconstruction Services. If you have an accident that you need answers for or you think the other side has it wrong, Crash Tech can help. Connect with us at www.crashtechreconstruction.com to submit your case for a free review so phil man special episode for everybody tonight for two reasons one we are on location in florida bringing you guys this episode and two if you guys go to the video episode this is the first time that phil and i have ever actually been sitting next to each other filming a single episode of this show gonna get violent (laughs) right yeah so i was like so there may be some fireworks here we'll see because typically we have to separate ourselves across the state um and this time we're actually sitting right next to each other but we wanted to bring you guys kind of an important show on some things that we've been talking about here over the last couple days so what we wanted to talk about today is a thing called confirmational bias and the reason that we wanted to go down this rabbit hole is because i think too many people and correct me if i'm wrong here and uh, but I think too many people take offense when the, their friend or a coworker or something like that, right? You take all this time, you author a report, and then somebody goes, "Well, let me play devil's advocate." <laughs> right? And, and so I think immediately everybody goes on the defense. You do. And, and you're like, well, wait a second. Like, I don't want you attacking my opinion, right? But I think that it's a good thing. Yeah, I think it is. Um, you know, when you author your report, it's coming from your mind based on your analysis of the evidence, your interpretation of what you're seeing in the photos, your interpretation or, or the tone as you read statements or transcripts from depositions or whatever the, whatever the, the, the data may be that you're using. So I, as the person peer reviewing or looking at your report or vice versa, I don't have that luxury. I see what report you authored and, but I'm reading your report and I'm taking from that tones based on how sentences are written and and so on. And it's easy for me to grab a hold of a paragraph or grab a hold of two sentences and, and start going down that devil's advocate path because, you know, I'm looking at things through a different lens than you are. Now, if we were both looking at the same stuff at the same time and talking about it, then, then that'd be a different story. So it's very easy when someone attacks your work to be like, whoa, 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 whoa. Well, this is what was meant behind that. I didn't, I, I didn't read it that way because 
I wasn't in your head at the time you typed it. Yeah. And, and how many times too, have you had it, you know, just because you're the one that typed something and you're the one that wrote it up, you know, in your mind, what you want it to say. Right. And so when you proof it, you can fill in the blanks. Right. Like if something isn't quite worded right, or you've even seen this on, um, you know, when, when you have, uh, a grammar error, you know, you say like land instead of lane or something like that. You won't catch it because your brain just glosses over it because you know, and your brain knows right. it's supposed to say lane, you know? And so it just, it just glosses over it and you don't even catch it. But when, you know, you peer review my report or I peer review yours, and you come across that it stands out like a sore thumb because yep. you don't know what I'm trying to say. Yeah. And, and so that's kind of what we're talking about with confirmational bias is in your mind, you know what you want to say. Right. So when you read your report and you read your work, it's always going to sound right to you because you know what it's meant to say. Right. And that's the conversation we've had. Uh, it, you know, there's certain paragraphs that may be a little bit when I read them confusing when I read it the first time around, because I'm, you know, I'm not, I don't know what your thought process was when you wrote that paragraph. And, and, and so we'll have those discussions. And once we discuss it, it's like, ah, it makes sense. So then you kind of start going down that path of, well, if I didn't understand it, when you wrote it, how is somebody that knows nothing about the event was not there, didn't talk to anybody, has not had these conversations, how are they going to understand it? And that's where, you know, I think people get standoffish sometimes where they don't, they feel like they're being attacked. Um, and that's not what it's about. You know, it's about conveying the information in a meaningful way that the, 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 the people that aren't familiar with what you're doing can understand it easily. Yeah. And, and, and that's what it comes down to. Hazards are coming live. We got sirens behind us. I think we're going <laughs> to give us a minute so we can take some business cards and pass them out over here, whatever's going on behind us. Or take off running. Yeah, one or the other, whichever. <laughs> <laughs> so if all of a sudden we split, that's what, that's what happened. You guys know. Um, but no, so, and, and I think you're exactly right. You hit the nail right on the head. And so, you know, there's been many a times, I think, when we get into a peer review, right? I want you to think of possibly where the other side's going to attack me. I want you to find the weaknesses in my yeah. report. Um, and that's not a bad thing, but if you can find them, rest assured, another expert's going to find them. Well, and this goes back to a previous episode we recorded, you know, when we talked about peer review, you know, yes, you're doing a lot, you know, your peer review encompasses a lot of things. It's not just, you know, sifting through the information, scrolling over, sentences real quick until you get to the math or maybe the science aspect behind it, you know, looking at calculations, looking for a fat fingered uh, set of numbers, what have you. It, it, it's looking at everything and taking all those pieces, you know, I guess let me back up. You as the reconstructionist, Eric, so you do your report, you're taking all those pieces to the puzzle, you're putting them together and coming up with your puzzle. And then you give it to me I'm going to take all those pieces apart, put them back in the box, dump everything back out on the table and put the puzzle back together myself using your information. If I can't put that puzzle together easily, that's where we have to have conversation because if I can't do it, yeah, you know, it's going to be harder for someone else as well. So, well, and so in training today, cause that's actually what we're doing down here. 
don't mind the siren behind us. <laughs> Phil just took off running across the yard. <laughs> so, um, but no, that's one. That Sounds like that, they are here, by the way. Yeah, <laughs> they, they just they just arrived. Welcome to our hotel. Um, but no, so this this is actually something that we talked about at training today. Is is the whole, you know, you come up with a theory, and the other side, the way that they generally will try and attack you is by changing some of your variables. Yeah. And, and changing small things here or there to see if it makes a big difference. So let's just take in, in point here for any of the reconstructionists listening um, and for any of the attorneys listening, okay? You guys generally have heard reconstructionists refer to momentum, right? Well, in momentum, a few things are gonna change your speed. The post-impact speeds, which are a product of distance and drag factor and the angles, right? So generally what I like to do is when I author my report, Phil will try and change a couple of my angles or a couple of my drag factors and does changing it a little bit, because obviously if you change it a lot and you right. just change the whole orientation of the car, we know that's not, that's not practical. Right. But if you can change my angles by one degree and it changes my speeds and my findings as a whole, maybe we should look at that then. Right. You know what I mean? Like, right. so it's okay to make some of those changes and then come back at your other expert of, you know, you have it, this crash happened at 350 degrees, could have been 351, could it have been 349. Right, There's, it's cause and effect. You know, if you change any variable, there's ultimately gonna be a resultant change. So like you said, a degree or, you know, if you used 0.78 on your, on your coefficient of friction and it, you know, you punch in 0.75, the degree of change may not be that much or, or but if you start running if, if a small like you said if a small change makes that big of a dramatic difference there's probably a little it, it's it's way too sensitive there's there's something bigger going on that probably needs to be evolved because you should be able to make changes plus or minus in each direction a certain amount before it becomes unrealistic it doesn't fit the evidence that's present where, you know, if you have post-impact gouges or skids or what have you, um, and if you change it, you know, three degrees to the positive and three degrees to the negative on the third, you know, the third degree, each direction, you start coming off of your post-impact evidence trajectory. Okay. Then that's too far. So then you know what your range of values that you're, you, you can be working in. And, and it's just one of those things. Um, but if it's over, if it's that sensitive, where one one small change makes a dramatic change in the results, then um, I think that, guy's, that might be who they're looking for. I think that guy's running from the cops. <laughs> <laughs> you know, then and, and those are discussions that should come up during the peer review. You know, those hopefully those of you that are doing peer reviews out there, or um, you know, don't be afraid to dig into it. I mean, you know, Eric and I have. Um, stepped on each other's toes quite a bit and, and, and it's for good cause it's a good good reason why we do it you know I, I'm very critical and and I'm going to challenge you I'm going to I'm going to look at your numbers uh, and I'm going to take you to task on them you know if I make a small change and it changes the the outcome dramatically you, you're going to have to defend that to me because ultimately who are you going to be defending it to later on not me yeah yeah but I just I, I think it's I think it's a mistake to shy away from the let me play devil's advocate conversation. Yeah, it, it's it's it needs to happen. 
Right. Because somebody's going to have it. If me and you don't have it, me and another expert are, me and an yeah. attorney are, yeah. somebody's going to ask questions about this case. I mean, that's the reason we do them. Yeah. We do them to answer questions. And so inevitably, that's always going to make more questions. And I would rather have you beat me up than get beat up in court. Well, and you need to know, I mean, there's never, I mean, let's just be honest, folks. There is never, there is, there is, not, there is no one answer. You know, the speed is, you know, the speed at impact was exactly 39 miles an hour or the, you know, 40 miles, whatever it is. It's a range. And that range has to has to fit the evidence that you have. And if it doesn't fit or it is, you know, the, the, the constraints are so tight, um, that's a challenge. So you got to have these conversations. So the peer review is a good place to have them. Um, you know, and if you get offended or if you're an easily offended person that, that doesn't like having your work challenged, I guess get over yourself. Um, you're not the end all be all, you know, solution person. I mean, I am. Well, yeah, I, I didn't want to say that on, you know, on just, camera. But, just throwing that out there. But it, it, seriously, you know, <laughs> if you cannot in this industry or this business, if you cannot take constructive criticism or challenges to your work. You're in the wrong business. Yeah, this may be the wrong place for you. Um, you know, if you're that sensitive of a person, then maybe there's a training class that will help you out. I don't know, but I mean, yeah. we have we have no we have no problem stepping on each other's toes. You know, it, it's a little uncomfortable the first time it happens, but you get over it. It yeah. makes your it, it makes your end product a lot better. And at the end of the day, who's that ultimately serve the client? Yeah, and that's yeah. who this is all being done for, right? Right, exactly. And and so you know, that's just kind of my thing, though, is. And, and it's weird. And what brought this up was was two things. One, uh, at the end of last week, uh, a case that we were working, mm -hmm. right? And and I submitted my my report to both you and Chris to be peer reviewed. And both of you guys, both accredited reconstructionists, both do this for a living. And I was convinced I turned out like the the report of the century. You know what I mean? I'm like, this is, this is the best report in the last decade that I've authored. And you know, I was, man, I was, I was so excited. And uh, so I, I turned this over to them and both of them sent me the report back within like 20 minutes. And both of them were like, dude, we have no clue what you're talking about. <laughs> like, <laughs> no idea, you know? And, and it was only in one section. I mean, they, they got the general gist of the crash, but there was just one section of the report that they just didn't quite understand. And they were like, man, it's really confusing to follow along with. You know, you didn't exp explain it clearly enough or you made it too complicated. And uh, and it, it was rough because it forced me to take a step back and go, okay, well, this is the way we've done it for 10 years now. I mean, that's one section of the report that really we've never changed, no. you know? Mm -hmm. And uh, so it made me take a step back. And initially I got defensive and I'm like, well, that's the way we do it. Right. That's the way it's always been done. That's the way we do it. That's the way I did it. And it forced me to take that step back and go, OK, well, what could I do differently to clear it up? Yeah. And then we actually took that out and and surveyed some of our clients, uh, surveyed some other reconstruction, surveyed a bunch of people and, and actually conducted some market research and said, hey, look, come up with a better way. Yeah. What's a better way to do this? Yeah. And we got a lot of feedback and we incorporated that into our reports. I rewrote it, resubmitted it to you guys. And everybody's like, man, we like that a lot better. Yeah. And and so it just, it, it creates a better product. 
you know, and it, and it forces you to evolve and, and think better. And, and at the end of the day, get better and just serve your clients better. Well, <coughs> excuse me. You got to be open-minded to change. And, and that is kind of a, a voodoo topic change, <laughs> but you know, we've come through a year of change. You know? So, I mean, you look at the things we, we've been challenged with, it, it's kind of forced everybody to, to do things differently. And, and that's kind of where you're at, you know, it may work for 10 years, but on the 11th year, it may not. And if it doesn't change yeah, and, and, and don't be afraid of it, embrace it, you know, see where it takes you. Yep. But yeah, so, you know, like I said, we're out here, uh, live on our scene and, uh, doing a little bit of training down here to, to ultimately change and get better. Um, and this was a topic that I wanted to bring you guys and, and I don't want to keep you guys long, especially because, uh, the last few episodes we've had have been a little bit long. They've all run, uh, I think quite a bit over a half hour and we have, uh, two episodes coming up. So I, we wanted to share this with you guys also in the next few weeks, we have a couple sets of attorneys, um, that are going to come up and, both shows are amazing. They are going to be a little bit longer than a half hour. Yeah. Um, and there's just, there's no way to shorten them. No, very, and it's great content. It really is. So yeah. And, 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 in, and in both cases, all of them are all about challenging the status quo a little bit. And, and, and they're attorneys that challenge each other and challenge their experts and are just are committed to doing things better and producing the best content they can. Mm -hmm. So this was kind of a precursor show to dive into these ones coming up. Um, we will get the, the advertisements out there so that you guys know what shows are coming up. Um, but like I said, I wanted to keep this one kind of short and sweet because we're out here. Um, and, uh, you know, obviously, as you guys can hear, there's quite a bit of traffic around us and everything else. Um, so, yeah, we just wanted to keep this one short, sweet, right to the point for you guys. And uh, we will see you guys in the next coming couple weeks uh, with some really special shows that we're really looking forward to and uh, can't can't wait to get get them out here for you guys yep be good so all right guys that's uh that's gonna wrap it up for our show tonight uh everybody have a great rest of your week and we will see you guys next week see you soon well everyone that's gonna wrap it up for the day as always jump over to facebook and make sure you follow and join crash tech the expert angle group also if you want to leave us feedback have an idea for a show or would like to be on a future show head over to crash tech expert angle.podbean.com and click the link on the right that says contact the show. The form will come up, put anything that you want right in there. If you want more information on expert consulting services or training, visit us online at www.crashtechreconstruction.com. And finally, if you're a PI attorney, make sure you request to join the crash site Facebook group. Or if you're a defense attorney, make sure you request to join the crash site defense Facebook group. Neither site contains any ads or spam. It's just a private community that brings experts from all different areas together with attorneys to collaborate or ask questions. So again, guys, thanks for tuning in. And remember, always leave your accident victims better off than you found them because at the end of the day, everything we're doing is for them.